everybody. This is Francisco here with Frank Ops Show, the worst name for a podcast ever. And we are going to be talking about Sonic Lost World. That's the review for this entry right here. I have many, many things to say about this game because I just recently was able to beat it on the Wii U. And thus, I've come to talk about this right here. The, the game was released way back in 2013 for the Wii U and the 3DS. And then later on, it was re-released on the PC. Now, let's go into the, the plot of the story here. So, the Sonic Lost World... Oh, gosh. All right, so... It just... Sonic and Tails, they're going after Eggman. That's kind of the beginning of it. And he's got Orbot and Cubot. So those are some of the main characters that you'll see throughout the entire storyline. And Dr. Eggman's got some helpless animals, flickies, and done in the same style as the they were back in the Genesis days. So there is already a theme here with Sonic Lost World, which I do like about this game, is that they harken back to a lot of the tropes and or visual aesthetic settings of the Genesis titles, but in a more modern setting. Not like the adventure games, not like Heroes, not like 06 for sure. No, this is a, a nice modern version of the Flickies, and, and later on you'll see the Badniks, a lot of them made their return from the Genesis days. So that was a nice touch there. And it really, visually, aesthetically, this game looks good, but I will get into that later. Anyways, so Dr. Eggman, he's uh, got these flickies, and he fires a laser at the Tornado 2 that Sonic and Tails are riding. And Well, I think it's the Tornado 1. I'm not even sure anymore. Anyways, they have to crash land on the Lost Hex, which is the, the island of this land that they're on. And so, Knuckles and Amy asked them to go save some more of the animals. Of course, Knuckles and Amy are in here, but they are only in the story for like, I don't even know, like a few seconds? A couple of cutscenes and that's it. You don't really see them much. Unfortunately, you don't get to see Knuckles much, but this is kind of the style of these current Sonic games. Anyways, it's a issue that I have with the current trajectory of the series, but Sega does what they do, and yeah, well anyways, the, the tornado crash lands, and then Sonic, and they find Eggman, and he's got these characters called the Deadly Six, these kind of demon-like people that... They're called Zeddies. That's what their race is called, I guess. And there's six of them. And Dr. Eggman can command them with, like, this magic conch. Kind <laughs> of like in SpongeBob. <laughs> but not in that sort of way. And so... That's the storyline to start. That's the premise. And then over time, Sonic has to team up with Eggman because eventually he loses control of the Zeddy. 
And then there's some stuff with the storyline. Ah, God, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the storyline. Even though it's a Sonic game, the storyline's not that deep, especially when you compare it to previous Sonic games, Sonic Adventure, Adventure Two, things like that. But I'm not gonna ruin it. And, and in any case, I mean, you can look on YouTube or what have you for the storyline if you really want to find out. But it's not even that deep. So don't... It doesn't really matter now what happens. <laughs> I hope Sonic fans are listening to this because they will definitely get that reference. Anyways. So, yeah, that, that's the, the initial storyline now. The big... I guess the hook. Because there's always a hook for these Sonic games. The hook for this one is the different gameplay style now this is 2013 so you have to remember that the previous game that Sonic was in the mainline games was Sonic Generations and Sonic Generations was the culmination of a process of Sega finally being able to create a play style for the 3D modern Sonic starting with Sonic Unleashed and then going to Sonic Colors and then Sonic Generations with an addition of Classic Sonic to kind of bring it all together for that anniversary game. But Lost World decided to do something different and their biggest inspiration was in fact Mario. If you look at Sonic Lost World there's a ton of reference to Mario in the way that they were trying to make Sonic Control and the style of the game. I told you about the animals and the flickies and the badniks. That call back to the Genesis era doesn't end there. It also is part of the artistic style overall of the levels. So you're gonna see a lot of the checkerboard pattern you're going to see a lot of big, giant, bright colors. It is pretty much the Genesis games style, aesthetic style, but brought to life in modern 3D, which is good. I will tell you this much. It is a very good looking game on the Wii U. So, and even on the 3DS, they were able to pull it off. Which is surprising given the power of the 3DS. But they were also... I played the demo for the 3DS at the very least. This is a Wii U-centric one. But the power of the 3DS was still able to pull off some some pretty cool things with regards to Sonic Lost World. Now, remember I said the Mario comparison. And, and, and really, I think what really inspired Sonic Team in this with Mario is that is Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario 3D Land and 3D World. I don't know when 3D World released. I think it was the same year. I think Super Mario 3D World released the same year, so they might have been there might have been some guys that were friends with people at Nintendo that were like looking at the way that they were developing Mario 3D World, and definitely Mario 3D Land because it was released earlier. And how Mario 3D Land Kind of captured the spirit of the 2D Mario games, but in a 3D setting. As it, especially Super Mario Brothers 3, like Super Mario 3D Land and 3D World have that 
sort of style to it. And it may seem templated by some people, but that is the Mario aesthetic, in a nutshell. And so Sonic did the same thing, hearkening back to the Genesis era. Now, the Mario Galaxy comparison comes in because the levels in Sonic Lost World tend to have a lot of big giant floating objects or spheres and things like that that look exactly like the floating planets in Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2. And there are certain sections where there's some flat land and it's once again much like Mario Galaxy. Mario Galaxy is not just about the floating planets. Sometimes they would give you a gigantic or at least a very sizable flattish area for you to explore and so does this game. And although that's cool and all, and it kind of sort of works in some, on some aspects, I think the next part that I'm going to get to, which is what frustrated me with this game, is what ruins that comparison. Now, Sonic has always had trouble, or at least Sega has always had, has always had trouble getting Sonic to feel like Sonic in 3D space. Well, by that I mean the Genesis type era, or at least the, the intent of the Genesis era with the momentum and all that stuff, and the speed and the, the platforming. They've had trouble doing that. The adventure, Adventure 2, and then they completely had to throw away some certain styles, and they redid some stuff finally with Unleashed and colors and generations. It seemed like right there, Sega was trying to f starting to figure out what worked for this 3D Sonic. And this time they were. Uh, I will commend them for not being afraid to do something new. They were doing something different with the style, going actually really uh, from top, throwing away f pretty much all of the boost formula from from those past three games that I mentioned and doing something new with the gameplay. So the gameplay is... Now, Sonic has a run button. So if you, you hold and you move him around with the analog stick, but if you want him to run, you have to hold down one of the triggers and he will start running. And that was different. And if a lot of you remember Super Mario 3D Land and 3D World, Mario has a run button. He that was the big that was part of the thing. And then Super Mario 64 DS2. He has a run button. And that was what they added to Sonic. And when Sonic's in a gigantic 3D space, it works, but given the small planets and tight tunnels and corners that they want you to traverse with this type of Sonic, uh, with, with the levels, I don't think this playstyle works. And especially when you go to certain levels which are 2D, there are 2D levels where Sonic is, well at least on a 2D plane, you go left to right to finish the level. 
it doesn't work. And it doesn't work because Sonic is... <laughs> it's funny that I'm saying this. Sonic's too slow in Sonic Lost World. He is way too slow. He's way too slow, especially in comparison to his... Especially in comparison to the... The last three games I mentioned to you, Colors and Unleashed and Generations, and even in comparison to Adventure and Adventure 2 and Heroes and 2006. All of those Sonics are still faster than this version of Sonic. And I wish that they would have at least gotten rid of the run button and, uh, and sped Sonic up a little more. Now, one of the issues with Super Mario 3D World, I mean, not a gigantic issue, but an issue, is that so Sonic Mario doesn't run as fast as he did in Galaxy or 64 or Sunshine. And they remedied that with the re-release of 3D World on the Switch. They made all of the characters there faster. And so... The lack of speed for Sonic hinders him in this one. There's a parkour also system in this game where Sonic hangs on to ledges, he can run on walls and things like that. All that's all well and good, but the thing is he's so slow that it's hard for it to trigger and it's frustrating because you're supposed to maintain momentum and you can spin dash in this game too. And the spin dash is also something that you kind of have to use to... to Keep your momentum going. There's, I guess, the precursor to the drop dash in Sonic Mania, where you can jump and spin and then go forward like that, but it's still... They overcomplicated the control system, trying to do something new, trying to innovate with Sonic, but in the end, they failed on the execution, and it's what frustrated me with this game. I... I got this game... A while ago. A, while, a long while ago. And I got it for free, actually. Yeah, I got it for free. Because it was... I think I had accumulated enough points or coins on the Nintendo eShop that I could get a game. And so... I think I got that. And... I just never was able to sit down and play the entire game in the span of how I normally play video games where if I play something new and I like it a lot I'll play it from start to finish depending on how long it is over the course of the next few days or in the next couple weeks but with Lost World I would play probably get frustrated lose interest then stop then come back like like two years later and then play, lose interest, and now, 2021, this game released in 2013, I probably got the free version in 2015, maybe even 16, I would say, somewhere around there, and yet, I just could not find a way to compel myself to, to sit down and play the whole thing in one shot and when I finally was able to get to the end of this game I was just trying to get it over with the storyline didn't compel me 
It's a generic, basic storyline and not the best in the Sonic series. It's a pretty forgettable adventure in the canon of the story. And just the level design is frustrating with the way Sonic handles. If he handled tighter and more fluid, then it would have worked. I don't think the boost formula would have worked. If he, if he copied and pasted the boost way that Sonic handles in this game, it wouldn't have worked. I think if you had maybe done a Sonic Adventure 2 style of Sonic, the way he handles in that game, because he's not, he's, he's a little bit slower than he is in Adventure, or at least his, his wind up to get to his max speed is slower, but at the very least, that's more, I guess, agreeable to me compared to this, where I, I just could never, never put together that. The combat as well is different. You do have the homing attack, but you also have like a kick or something that you can do, like a kind of almost like a parry in a sort of way, but you have to combo it and it's never really that clear for certain enemies when you can attack them and how you can attack them it just you don't you don't get that communication as to how to do it whereas in a mario game usually they the, the enemies are animated in a way that you can that they communicate when they're going to attack and how you can attack them whereas in this game uh, there was just frustrating, especially the homing attack. The homing attack, they, they they added some things where you could have a stronger homing attack if you just sat and waited and you looked at the enemy for a little bit longer. But but that the thing is that doesn't work or mesh well with the Sonic game because you're trying to speed your way through at least a 3D Sonic game. You're trying to speed your way through and you just want to take down an enemy the way that you have learned to take them down in the previous games. Mario games don't usually, they all have different mechanics going from game to game for the most, like there's like a different hook sometimes in different games. But for the most part, the mechanics are the same. Mario handles the same and his attacks for the most part handle the same. You see what I mean? Mario 64 had a combat where you could punch a kick. But from there on, especially from Galaxy to to Odyssey, I mean, you just attack them in a certain way with like a spin jump or something like that. So it's it doesn't change that much from game to game. And Sonic should be the same way. If he does a homing attack in his 3D games, his homing attack should be, for the most part, the same from the game to game. And being able to execute that homing attack should be the same from game to game. So the gameplay really, really took me out of this. I couldn't enjoy the level design. And gosh, man. And, and really the music doesn't, there's not, there's not many memorable tracks. There's some good ones, there's some good ones, but there's nothing that I would say in this game that I can clearly remember from aside from maybe one or two tracks there's one called Sea Bottom Segway which is probably the best track in this game and one of the best it's, it's 
It's not really a water level, it's a rail grinding level underwater. But it is the best one in this game. It's really good. It is stupidly good. It's probably playing in the background of me talking right now. That's how I'm planning it anyways. So, but aside from that, the music is kind of like a generic-ish for me. It doesn't have the, that Sonic hook, especially from a 3D Sonic game, Sonic hook. I mean, it's like Sonic Forces, as much as Fist Bump is corny, it is fun, trashy, and pretty, uh, like, it's pretty good corny in that way. Like, I remember Fist Bump. This game is also weird because it doesn't have a vocal, like a main vocal song to this. As well, I mean, Sonic Generations didn't have it either because they, I mean, some of the levels had them, but there wasn't a main one. Like, Sonic Unleashed had endless possibilities. Sonic Colors had uh, Reach for the Stars. Sonic Forces had Fist Bump. Sonic Adventure 2 had Live, Live and Learn. Open Your Heart and Sonic Adventure. Heck, even Sonic 2006 had his world. So, Sonic uh, and the Secret Rings had seven rings in hand. So, and even Sonic and the Black Knight had one as well. Had a, a main theme, main vocal song. And this one didn't. So, that's also a thing that's missing from this. Like, uh, I, I just. The game is so aesthetically pleasing that I wish it had come with the gameplay for it and even some of the music for it. Like I said, the music's not offending. There's good tracks in this game, but there's nothing that actually pops out and makes me, like, sticks with me compared to the other games. Compared to the other games, but man. I, I will say this I watched a video about Sonic Animation on YouTube. Sonic animates really well in this game really well like stupidly well this is probably the best he's been animated in a 3d sonic game ever even better than what they did in generations better than what they did in even now in forces like just wow but ugh, they just failed on the execution for the freaking rest of the game with the gameplay had the gameplay been at least comparable to the other past games that allowed me to stomach going through the levels. I probably would have beaten it in one shot and be like, yeah, it's a good Sonic game. You take that as it is. But in this case, I don't even want to say it's a bad Sonic game compared to other ones, but it's just not a it's not good to me. Like if like like right now. Gosh, man, I don't even know how much you could find it for on on freaking well I don't even know if you'd have, you'd have to find a Wii U or a 3DS or not the 3DS version is I can't really speak to the 3DS version the Wii U version has some gamepad stuff in it where you manage your your wisps and stuff also there's wisps by the way the wisp from from Sonic Colors are back in this one. There are some segments of the levels that use them, but in the Wii U version, they tie a lot of their controls to the gamepad, which makes it incredibly awkward and is completely shoehorned. I would assume that the PC version 
got rid of those limitations. I would say limitations with with that because yeah, I, I was frustrated with with some of the wisps there. It, it should be easier to control those power-ups there and that's the thing they should be power-ups there are some segments of the levels where like the drill the drill is easy drill is pretty cool but the, then again i had to control it with the the wii u gamepad which isn't ideal for me to look off of the good looking hd screen that i'm i'm staring at and i have to look down at the wii u gamepad which doesn't have that great of a screen especially now when you compare it to the nintendo switch screen so gosh it's available for 30 bucks on steam at least in the u.s i wouldn't pay 30 bucks for this game i would not ten dollars i'd give it a go for 10 bucks if sega's having one of their sales which i'm sure is often and you can get this game for under 10 bucks i'd say you do that because aside from that, I, I can't, I can't recommend this game. I, I just can't. I really like if you, if you're a Sonic fan and you just want to get through all of the games in the series, fine. You and you and I know that we've been through worse. But if you're a casual fan or you're somebody from the outside looking in and want to get into Sonic, even though that's a weird proposition to say in 2021. <laughs> but if you want to get into this series, don't start with this one. Because it'll... As much as... As much as it's hard for me to say this, this one's going to give you a bad taste in your mouth. Don't start with this one. Start with Generations. You'll, you'll get all of the series right there. And then you can, if you like the character and stuff, then we can kind of find a way to slowly work you in and, and strategically pinpoint you to certain games. And it's like, okay, we just need this person to like it, and then we'll give them some of the good-ish 3D games, and then we'll move from there, and, and then uh, give, them, give, give them mania, give them all that stuff, get them hooked, and there we go. So, But yeah, no, this is not... Like, even on Steam, the, the reviews are mixed. And that's how my feelings are. I'm mixed on this. I have negative feelings with regards to the level design. But I have positive feelings with regards to the way it looks and is presented. Like it is a, it's a well-presented game. It's, it's not broken like a lot of past Sonic games have been with regards to, to that at least, but the gameplay just wasn't executed well. Even, like, I see the trailer and they're showing, like, these bits where it's like, wow, he's going fast and it looks like whoever's playing that probably practiced a lot, but mm-mm, mm-mm, no, no, no. It shouldn't take me several, several levels just to get used to the momentum of this game. Okay. Uh, some extra things here. If you get, there's a version of the game called the Deadly Six version. That one comes with an extra level based on Nights and Dreams. So that's a nice little bonus. And if you get the Wii U version, 
of that, or just a regular Wii U version, you get two bonus Nintendo levels. One based on The Legend of Zelda, and the other one based on Yoshi's Island. And those are pretty cool little cameos there with, with Link and Yoshi. So, there, there's the connection between Sonic and various other video game characters in his history. So that, that was, those are pretty cool. Nice little bonus things, but... Ah, gosh, man. Ugh, I'm mixed. I'm mixed. Get this game if you can get it for less than 10 bucks. But aside from that, don't. Just don't. Buyer beware. Alright, folks, that's it for me with regards to this review. You can follow me on Twitter, follow me on YouTube, follow me on pretty much anything. Just type in FGOGR. You'll find me. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, and a bunch of other stuff. Check out my other my other podcast and channel, Sports Goofs. Three of my friends, and we, we just dish about sports and food and entertainment and video games every week. So that's pretty cool. And aside from that, I'm an immigration attorney. If you guys want to help with that, you know, just... Uh, contact me there's there's ways to get to me ways to get to to talk to me that's 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 what i got out there for you anyways have a good good rest of whatever day you're listening to this cheers